Welcome back to the Out of the Loop podcast. My name is Rod, also known as Helmet, also a familiar. I like to first say hello, the Rod. AKA, Pod. AKA. <laughs> <laughs> hello, Rod Pod Squad. Welcome back to the Explain of Thrones Out of the Loop podcast. Um, I'm partnered with Shane, who is also a familiar. What's up, podcast people? We are talking about season five, and we are still explaining Game of Thrones to the unfamiliar, becoming more familiar every day, every time he listens to our podcast, and every time we record a new episode, Matt. So I was thinking, (laughs) is Darth Maul the shittiest, best-looking character in pop culture history? Like, he looks so cool and does nothing of worth at all completely I don't, well apparently in the clone war cartoon he's badass yeah he's still Shaky, alive confirm that um he has these like robotic legs and you know how he gets cut cut in half yeah he, he apparently survives uh, makes sense but i think that was just because they understood he was so badass looking but he didn't do anything so yeah i think that just confirms <clears throat> That they were just like, we got to do something with this guy. Yeah. Because he looks fucking rad. But we had him on screen for six minutes and he died. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Phantom Menace. That's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. That was last yeah. week's material. I watched it in the last week. <laughs> Phantom Menace? Yeah. Have you watched The Mandalorian? Nah. Oh, it's so good. I watched the trailer. Um, So good. I, um... I have also seen the trailer. Um, I'm not, like, super into Star Wars. Like, I, I know enough, you know? And I've seen... I've seen the eight core movies. I haven't seen Rogue One or Solo. Oh, Rogue One Rogue is by One. far yeah. the best Star It's very Wars good. Film. Rogue One's the best Star it's Wars movie? To very me. good. To you, really? Yeah. It's a war movie in space. What is it for you? Like, number two? Number three? Yeah. Yeah. Up there, wow! It's yeah. the best it, it's one definitely since, since the '70s. Yeah, wow! Definitely, yeah, cool. Definitely that good. I didn't realize that. Okay, I'll probably give it a give it a watch. It's then. got the um, Heath Ledger Joker treatment, kind of, because they all die in the end. <laughs> Why would you ruin it? Okay, I'll go ahead and skip it. <laughs> uh, this guy, you know what I mean? It just ups the stakes of uh, everything they did. So that's fine. Whatever. I'll just watch Lizzie McGuire again. <laughs> That's how I'll spend my allotted Disney Plus time. Have you watched The Boys? Have you started that nah. since that one we talked? No. Nope. No, no desire? Um. Hmm. Reason I ask is they just finished wrapping. Hard they to finished say. shooting season two. Hell yeah. Hard to say. I think there's some desire there. I. You guys know my life. You guys have very busy lives too. You choose to dedicate your off time to tv shows i know you do and you do most mostly right i sports right yeah live sports and then like i try to get video games in especially because my two oldest boys like to play video games too so i like to play with them and then when like everybody goes to sleep i want to try to like get a game in um with uh like you know from 11 to midnight or whatever um 
so yeah, live sports, video games, and then with TV, I feel like the thing I fall into a lot is like, I'll get to it at some point, you know, um, between work and school and the kids and everything. Um, I have sort of put that on the back burner and it's easier for me to put something on that I've already watched that I don't have to fully commit to giving my, my full attention to. So like I'll I'll rewatch The Office like twice because it's just it's background noise and I know all yeah. the jokes and I and I know when to laugh and all that stuff. Um, whereas with new stuff, I just don't. I'll have to sit and like really pay attention and really immerse myself into it, and I just I'm like I'll get to it, right. you know. So that's and that's, that's how you fell behind on Game of Thrones. Well, I didn't have near as much responsibility when Game of Thrones started. <laughs> when Game of Thrones started, I was just like, that sounds fucking dumb. That sounds dorky <laughs> as hell. No thanks. And then, like, the day after the first episode, one of my best friends who I was working with at the time came up and was like, did you watch Thrones? I was like, the hell is Thrones? And he told me, and I was like, oh, yeah, I saw a commercial. I don't care. And he's like, it's so good. And... Weird that he said that after the first episode, because now I know what the first episode was like, and that shit is <laughs> fucked up. Um, and then I overheard him talking with one of my other coworkers. No, this is your like, friend, uh, Masochistic Matt? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of Maury. <laughs> um, then I overheard him talking with a coworker, and he's like, so they're a brother and sister, right? And I was like, I don't know what that's about. Now I know what that's about so question do you guys ever put in time to a show right now where like you have you have limited time i know you you both have very limited time you put time into a show and then you like regret it like oh i shouldn't have watched that that was stupid was the last time you felt that way about a show man i don't know like most shows that i watch because that's my concern yeah i i can get I, i can get that i feel like i've watched something recently where i'm like well, I wish I never watched that. I just can't think of it right now. No? No. You can't? <laughs> it's yeah. Great I mean, audio, Shane. There's stuff that <laughs> no. the the wife watches that I wish I didn't watch with her. Um, but you're, like, peripherally watching that. You're not really, yeah. like, focusing on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, that just loves that show. Really? My 600-pound my <clears throat> life. My wife watches Project Runway. Which isn't the worst thing in the world. It's not. It's not too bad. And then she watches like the Real Housewives stuff, and I don't. Mm. I I just leave the room. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're enjoying that. Cool. I get an hour yeah. to myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. uh, let's recap the last episode. So we started Should I do season it? five. Should I do it? What? Should I do? Oh it? yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Headphones out. For all you listeners out there, put your ear pods just like maybe like a foot away. Recap! <laughs> that was so much louder than last time. Yeah. I hurt my own ears. <laughs> 501, uh, the wars to come. Uh, remember we had a, a flashback? Who Who was that for? Huh? Cersei, remember? Oh, yeah, the she witch. She was young. Yeah. What, what did she tell her? <clears throat> you will marry, you not will a prince. Marry the king. But a king. He will have 20 the kids. The king will have 20 children. You will have three. How does that make sense? Because he's going to fuck everybody else, obviously. Uh, your um, children will wear golden crowns, but also golden shrouds. 
<laughs> and then, <laughs> and then that another capital. queen younger and more beautiful will take. Who is she with? Will take over. Um, so the ladies she was with was wearing like goldish color clothing. So she was from Dorne, and I'm thinking it was um, Alaria. The one that Martin killed. Yeah. That's all, that's that's because she was wearing the same type of clothing that um, uh, Oberyn was wearing. Dornish, so, yeah. So I'm Dornish. I, she's wear. royalty. I'm just thinking that's who that Got is. Got it from the Dornish gap. Who was she yeah. supposed to marry originally? Prince Doran or something. Oberyn. I don't remember. Somebody who? Yeah. One of the Martells. Oh, okay. Oberyn or his brother? I don't know. Uh, King's Landing. Right, we uh, big event. Tywin died. Yeah, so we're Tywin's a funeral. funeral. Um, Lancel, what's up with him? Joined a cult called that. I don't remember. Sparrows. High Sparrow. Sparrows. The the sparrows. Okay, the next episode's called High Sparrows. So. Remember, he apologized. Um, I gave Robert wine before he died. Uh, I led you into bed. Remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Loris and Marjorie, right? Loris is getting his uh, wick wet with some dude. Whoa. Um, and uh, he doesn't want to marry Cersei? Of course not. And Marjorie has a plan, right? Yeah, I have a plan to deal with Cersei. You can get your wick wet all you want. Yeah. I got you, bro. <laughs> uh, in Pentos, uh, Tyrion Varys arrive. Right? What what's up with Tyrion? Did you already make a Pentos the Fresh Maker joke? I did not. I thought you did that a couple weeks ago. Did I? I think so. Because I didn't want to say it last time. That sounds time, like so me. I didn't want to steal it from you. Go ahead. Pentos the Fresh Maker. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds right? like a new one. Pretty good. Really good. Oh that's a good one. <laughs> what's up with Tyrion? <laughs> what is up with Tyrion? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh he's drunk. And Feeling sorry for himself. And Varus, what's his what's his plan? We can save the seven kingdoms by joining up with Daenerys, right? That's Putting her back on said? the throne. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Marine, who who who's uh causing some ruckus? Um, the 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 sharpies or something. <laughs> the sharpies. <laughs> They're writing all over walls, <laughs> and it won't come off. Yeah. Sons of the harpy. Right? They kill an Unsullied who visited a brothel. <laughs> Sons, of um, Sons of the Sharpie. Daenerys says, uh, Grey Worm, go find them and kill them. Uh-huh. Um, Dario's there. Uh, his daughter returns and they said, we should open the, the Masters in Yonkai agree to your rule, mm-hmm. but they want the fighting pits opened. Mm-hmm. Remember? And Dario says, yes, you should open the fire pits. Fighting pits. The fire pits. Can I ask you something? What? Does his dar have any significance in this show? Not really. Does he ever date anybody? Oh, no, no. Okay. I don't think so. Because he's looking for a her dar. (laughs) (laughs) His dar just needs his own her dar. Um, In the veil. Uh... Robin is staying, but uh, Sansa and Littlefinger leave. Yeah. They uh, confuse by lying, right? False. Misdirection. There you go. Um, Podrick and Brienne. You know, Brienne's sad. (laughs) Arya doesn't want her. 
but Podrick is there to bring her back up. And he's useless. Or yes. not useless, but he... he it's pointless for him to be there. Yes. Uh, at the wall, um, Stannis tasks John to get Mance to bend the knee. Uh, does he? No, he, he does, does not. not. Okay. I Rodney um, thought that perhaps he'd fall to one knee, feigning some old college injury or something. <laughs> that is not what ended up uh, happening. My MCL. Ah, shit. Oh, you know, <laughs> it's cold school, weather. High school work. football's a real bitch. When it's damp out, I fall, seem to fall to one knee. So they light him ablaze. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does John do? Uh, shoots him with an arrow. In the heart to okay. mercy kill him mercy. and you mercy. two sons of harpies tried to trick me we tried to make the episode better yeah and right? you and it would have been we did and it would have been um we did but uh tell me something <laughs> okay so that was supposed to be the end of the episode if i'd fallen for it uh-huh. you guys just would have done the whole <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I'd ask you. I'd ask you. Okay, what's next? And then we would let you talk, and then we'd be done. Oh it. man, that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> the worst, man. All right. Ooh, we was... should, the next one, we should just go to the next episode, and then. What you should have done, is yeah, wait, go to the next episode, and say that the White Walker comes up, and the White Walker is Tiber Nightsbane's dead body. <laughs> yes. And I would have, I would have walked out. We oh, would have had to, man. We would have had to re-record. Some oh other time. man! I would have. I wouldn't have talked to you guys for a week. That's a heck of an idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now on to five hundred two, the House of Black and White. Cool. Do you know what that is? No, you do not. Okay, so we start <laughs> off in Bravos. It's um, where the Jacksons grew up in Indiana. Yes, um, on the ship, sailing towards the Titan of Bravos. Yeah, is, is Arya. Arya. Um, the captain tells Arya, in the old day, when the people of Bravos needed her protection, the Titan would step down with fire in his eyes, wade into the sea, and smash whoever was attacking. Hey, Woogle, what does the Titan do? <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't believe it because it's just a statue. So. Uh, rowing up, so they they Woogle they set true. they set anchor, and they row to land in their dinghy. Uh, Arya sees. Merchants by the sea, they're selling grains, fruit, fish, etc. Uh, some people are creating baskets to sell. Um, they pass the main port area with all the hullabaloo going on and go around towards a large, tall building. It's kind of squarish, but it's very large. Um, the man tells her that this is the house of black and white where she will find the man she seeks. Um, the door, it's a big, large door, right? So there's two doors to get in. One is black. And what's the color of the other one? White. White. Very good. <laughs> I One point. Had, Green. It's weird. I right? had forgotten, and I almost said purple. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arya knocks on the door, and an old man in a ragged, gray-white robe answers. You know, Arya says, hello. The man just stands there staring at her, says nothing. Arya says, Valar Magrulis. The man continues to stare and says nothing. Um, she presents the coin and says, the man, Jackin Hagar, gave it to her. Uh, the man says, there is no one here by that name. Uh, 
Uh, Arya tries to plead with him, um, tells him, you know, I came so far, I have nowhere else to go. Um, the man says, you have everywhere else to go, and slams the door in her face. Ooh. Uh, Arya sits down on the steps. Um, we go to nighttime, and she's still sitting on the steps. She's reciting her names. Uh, Cersei, Walder Frey, The Mountain, Marin Trant, etc., etc. Go um, get them. We continue. We do another jump, and it's raining while nighttime. And she's still sitting there, still chanting. Um, we go to morning, and she is still chanting, but it stopped raining. Uh, she gets up, walks to the water, and throws the coin in. Right? She's had enough. Uh, Did she, she then, make a wish? She might have, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. We're not privy to her mm-hmm. thoughts it's at this moment. It's about to come true. Uh, she walks towards the town, uh, and then we go back to the Vale. Oh, shit. All right. Yep. That was wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> so in the Vale, uh, Brienne and Podrick enter an inn. They are eating, and Podrick admires the serving girl. At the same end, Littlefinger and Sansa are eating. Um, Sansa tells Littlefinger she noticed that the maester gave him a raven scroll before they left. And she asks, what did it say? Littlefinger tells her his marriage proposal has been accepted. The servant girl reaches the table of Podrick and, um, I'm sorry, the servant girl leaves that table and Podrick looks and he realizes it's Littlefinger and Sansa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells Brianna. Brienne. He tells Brienne, and she's kind of shocked. Um, he says there's about ten knights guarding them. Uh, she sends Podrick off to get the horses ready. Brianna, God, good lord. <laughs> Brienne approaches the table. The knights stop her. She announces, "Lord Baelish, Lady Sansa, my name is Brienne of Tarth." Brianna. <laughs> <laughs> lord Baelish, Lord Sansa, my name is Brienne of Tarth. That's how she says it. Mm-hmm. Littlefinger says they've met uh, with Lord Renly. He lets uh, he so he lets her approach the table. Brienne kneels in front of Sansa, tells her uh, before her mother's death she had she had sworn her sword. She had vowed to find and protect her and give her life if need be. Littlefinger says it was strange. He knew Caitlin, Catelyn, since they were children. She was never mentioned. She said it was after Renly's death. Littlefinger says. He heard uh, she was blamed for Renly's death. Brienne tells him a shadow killed Renly. A shadow with Stannis' face on it. Uh, Littlefinger points out... Uh, she this... might want to work on a more believable story. <laughs> right. I mean, I know that that happened, but like you'd think that this amount of time later she'd be like, that sounds fucking crazy. I should probably tell people that, I don't know, a bear came in and killed her. <laughs> no, she's, you know... That's her honor. She's not yeah, going to lie. Yeah, exactly. Her honor is so high that she just can't yeah, lie no, for right. anything. Honor will get you killed. That's true. Look at Ned Stark. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was just making a generalization. <laughs> Littlefinger points out the woman sworn to protect Renly. She failed. She sworn to protect her mother. She failed. He tells her um, he is Sansa. She is, he is Sansa's uncle, and she doesn't trust Brienne to protect her. Sansa agrees. She doesn't want Brienne's protection. The knights try to corral her, but she busts through, punches a man uh, in the face, and she leaves. She then draws her sword and goes outside, and she cuts the horses loose and scares them off. Her and Podrick ride off a mist, and um, they uh, they take off. Some of the knights ride after them. Podrick separates from Brienne. The knights split to follow them both. Brienne circles back, sees Littlefinger and Sansa riding away with the other knights. 
Podrick ends up falling off his horse and is going to be attacked. Um, but Brienne saves him uh, and, killing, and kills the two knights that were chasing them. Podrick says, if both Sansa girls refuse service, maybe she is released from her vow. Brienne asks if he feels she is safe with Littlefinger. He says no. She says they will follow them. And then we go to King's Landing. So in King's Landing, um, Cersei summoned Jaime. Um, on Cersei's desk, there's an ornate hexagon-shaped box with a uh, pointed top on the table. Uh, Jamie pulls the top, and it opens up, and there's a, a taxidermied red viper. You know, like poised, like it's going to attack, mouth open. Mm-hmm. And it's in a it, warning. In its mouth is a necklace with a lion on it. What does that mean? Uh, so Cersei tells Jamie that there are only two necklaces like that in the world. She is wearing one, and the other one she gave to Marcella oh, when she was shipped no. off. Oh, um, no. That's you know, right. I forgot about that. They discuss the threat, uh, you know, Marcella alone in Dorne, surrounded by the people who hate their family. Um, Cersei starts to get loud, and Jamie cautions her, said, speak more softly. You know, he's afraid that someone might hear Cersei calling Marcella their daughter, right? Um, you know, Cersei is angry, um, asks, what did your caution, what has your caution brought us thus far? Um, their oldest murdered at his wedding. Marcella now in the grips of the Dornish, and their youngest set to marry that smirking whore from Highgarden. Uh, <laughs> Jamie says he will go to Dorne to bring Marcella back. Uh, you know, Cersei dismisses him initially, but when she realizes he's serious, um, you know, you can kind of see that uh, brother sister spark come back into her eyes. Wow. Um, we go to Braun, and he's walking the shore with his wife to be Lawless. Um, she is rambling about planning their wedding, you know, what they're going to eat, what they're going to wear, how many do we invite. Um, he's not paying attention. He's just skipping stones in the water. Um, they are headed towards a modest castle. And, you know, once he, she gets his attention, he, he's finally he's talking to her um, like he's paying attention. Um, he says he never thought he'd end up settling down in a place like this. Um, and she says, well, we're not going to get the castle. My oldest sister is when my parents die. Um, but she hates me. So, you know, we're never going to be in the castle. Um, they get closer to the castle and notice a dapper uh, man in a maroon coat sitting on the wall. Um, she asks, who is that? And Bronn says, Jamie fucking Lannister. Um, Lawless, you can see in her face, she's smitten because mm-hmm. Jamie's very handsome. Um, and then... She's uh, upset when she is sent away by Bronn. Uh, Jamie gives Bronn a scroll. Um, it says that Lawless is going to marry uh, a new man, Sir Willis Bracken. And Jamie tells him that if you help me, I will arrange uh, a marriage that will get you a better bride with a better castle when we get back. <clears throat> okay. Help him go to Dorne? We're he assuming. He doesn't say. Okay. But, okay. Um, and we go to Dorne. So in Dorne, Ilaria Sand is watching Tristane and Marcella frolic in the water gardens. She has this dead look in her eyes. She's just disgusted. Uh, Ilaria goes to visit Prince uh, Doran in his wheelchair. He had to put that in there. I did. <laughs> Notes. Ilaria is upset that his brother um, was murdered and he just sits here and does nothing. Just sits here eating Dornish game hen. 
Yes. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. He points out that Oberyn was slain during a trial by combat, which by law is not murder. She says the whole country wants to go to war, but he says he will not. She tells him the Sand Snakes are here, are with her, and they have the love of the people. She says they will avenge their father while you sit here and do nothing. She asks him to give Mar. She asks um, the prince to give Marcella to her. Let me send Cersei one finger at a time. Doran says he loved his brother, and Ilaria brought him happiness, so he loves her for that. But they don't mutilate little girls for vengeance. Not here, not while I rule. Ilaria asks, how long will that be? And she storms off. Oh, man. And then we go to Marine. <clears throat> okay. So in Marine, uh, Dario tells Grey Worm, uh, so they're basically patrolling the city, right? And he says, it's no wonder you guys haven't found anything uh, as far as the Sons of the Harpy. You know, everybody can see and hear you from a mile away. You know, you can just march in step and you got your spears. Yeah. Um, the Second Sons, however, you know, they blend in. Uh, they go drink in the bars. They visit the brothels. You know, and while they're there, they hear things. Um, you know, they walk down an alley and bust into this house that's down in the alley. Right. Um, they find a man hiding in the walls. And he has knives and a golden mask with him. They just chose a random house? No. You know, they're walking to a house and Dario... Or one of his second sons heard something about uh -huh. this house, so they're uh -huh. going to investigate. Um, back, how they find him in the wall? So they enter, and Grey Worm uh, is like, "Oh, it's nothing. See, I told you it was nothing." And then he goes to leave, but then Dario, like, what does he do? He, he knocks the wall, and he finds like this hollow spot. Spidey senses. And then stabs in the wall, and it, he stabbed the guy in the leg, and then pulls him out, and the whole thing. Okay. Well, he says something very clever because he tells Grey Worm, you know, you don't know fear anymore because you're in Sully. Fear makes you think yeah. of ways to hide. And that's why he knows because he's like, fear is a good thing because I know how fear works. And that's why he knew the guy was there. Uh -huh. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> sure. Um, back at Daenerys council chamber, um, they're discussing what to do with the man they captured. Um, there's a... Uh, Basically, a, a council member that's with them who's a former slave. Um, so, you know, there's Grey Worm, Dario, Barristan, uh, Misende is there. I don't know if she's any power, but she's kind of a counselor, and Daenerys. Okay. Right. Um, the former slave says they need to kill him, um, but Barristan advises restraint. Um, they kind of go back and forth, and then she just dismisses everyone. Um, Barristan stays back. Um, he says, you know, he wants to tell her of her father, the Mad King. And she initially wants to dismiss him, says, you know, I don't want to hear all the lies uh, that my enemies made up about my family. Right? So she doesn't believe it. Um, he tells her that they did not lie. I was, you know, his king's guard from the very beginning. Um, and I saw him burn castles and towns to the ground when people revolted against him. He murdered sons in front of their fathers. He burned men alive with wildfire and laughed as they screamed. Um, in the end, his efforts to stamp out dissent led to rebellion that killed every Targaryen except two. 
uh, Daenerys tells him that, you know, I am not my father, basically. He's like, I'm not crazy. Um, she says, you know, I will not have the son of the heart be executed without a fair trial. So that's basically what Barrison wanted. <clears throat> There's, I get it. Um, I'm wondering if Barristan has a alternate agenda. Like maybe he's the father of the harpies. <gasps> Barrison? Dun dun dun. Oh shit. Yeah. Damn it, that's good. Isn't it awfully convenient that he just found her out of the blue? Isn't it convenient that he's he got rid of uh Jorah? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh, you're mm. right. Yeah. My, mighty convenient. Mm. Yeah. I reckon so. <laughs> I think he's up to no good. Uh, we go to the Flatlands. So in the Flatlands, Tyrion and Varys are riding in a carriage towards Volantis. Tyrion wants to go out and walk around, but Varys tells him he can't. Cersei has offered a lordship to the man who brings Tyrion's head. Tyrion is very beaten down, makes night comments about everything. Varys continues to tell him... He was very good at ruling during his brief time as the Hand. Tyrion brings up that Shay wanted them to leave King's Landing together, but he couldn't do it. He loved the power. And then we cut to King's Landing, and in King's Landing we're at Kyber's uh, laboratory. There's two men. Um, two men bring. Thought about Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> uh, welcome to my laboratory. <laughs> in Kyber's laboratory. <laughs> two men bring uh, Cersei. A head of a dwarf, but she tells him that's not uh, Tyrion. At the meeting of the oh, small that's a council, bummer. I know random little people getting just... beheaded. And what? 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 Careful! No, <laughs> you so, have a smile on your face. Uh, Marin Trant is there, right? The head of the king's, well, the number two, yeah, of the king's guard, or whatever. Uh -huh. And he's like, you know, are you trying to decept the queen? You know, I, I'm going to kill you for that. But she's like, no, no. I don't want to uh, off-put the other hunters that are hunting yeah. Tyrion. Because if you bring him a little person's head, and it's like the wrong one. Like, I don't want to bring... I don't know if it's the right one or the wrong one. And yeah. She doesn't want to discourage that. So yeah. she doesn't care who dies kill them all. in the yeah. search for Tyrion. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, at the meeting, so now we're at the meeting of a small council. <laughs> Oh, all right, great, great. That's what it is. So she takes the seat of the hand of the king. The others at the table ask her if she is the new hand. She says no. She's only advising her son until he is old enough to choose his own hand. When is that? Oh, 16. Um, she tells, she says Mace Tyrell is the new master of coin. Kyber is now the new master of whispers. Kevin Lannister is the new master of war. Kevin Lannister sounds like a like a Backstreet Boy. Um, it reminds me of um, Home Alone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. McAllisters. Yeah. Kevin then gets up, um, but he wants to hear it from the king himself. He sees what also, she is doing. Kevin. I swear. You yeah. got Cersei. Oh, it's probably Ty it's Tywin's brother, Kevin. Yeah. Um, like a silent X and two N's or something. Uh, he says, so Kevin says he returned. lot above the eye. <laughs> <laughs> he returned to the uh, capital um, to pay respect to his brother, to honor the king and her. 
He did not return to watch her sack the small council with sycophants. 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 Perfect. Thank you. He doesn't recognize her authority to tell him. Psychophants sounds like crazy elephants. <laughs> yeah. The worst kind. They trample. They trample everything. Um, he doesn't recognize her authority to tell him what to do. She is the queen mother. Nothing more. He says, if the king wants me to serve, he will be waiting. Um, he will be waiting to hear. He, Kevin, will be waiting to hear it from the king himself. He is going back to Casterly Rock. Wow. And then we go to Castle Black. So, <clears throat> Shireen, right, Stannis' daughter, yeah. is there, and she's teaching Gilly how to read. Oh, um, Gilly asks what they call what happened to her face. Um, she says she had two sisters that got it. Um, they were quarantined in a hut off the main house. In the end, they were covered from head to toe and acted like animals. Uh, Craster had to drag them into the woods in chains and you know Shireen that's well then what and Gilly's kind of staring at her and this is when Selyse walks in um, she dismisses Sam and Gilly um, she warns Shireen that she shouldn't be around Gilly she's a wildling and her father defeated her people and executed their king they could strike at him by striking at her uh, Stannis is reprimanding John in another room uh, for showing mercy to Mance. Um, if you show too much kindness, they don't fear you. If they don't fear you, they won't follow you. Um, John says, no matter what Stannis does, the wildlings will not follow him. They will only follow one of their own. Uh, Stannis asks John uh, if he knows Liana Mormont. Who do you think that is? Uh, well, I know the last name, but I don't know. I don't know. The significance. So John says he knows that she is the Lord Commander's niece. Jor, right? Jor's niece. Oh, okay. Um, Stannis says that she is the Lady of Bear Island. So that's where the Mormons are from. Okay. Um, Ten years old. She's in charge. Oh. Um, Stannis asked her to commit her house to his cause. And she sent back a, a scroll in response. It reads, Bear Island knows no king but the <laughs> king of the north whose name is Stark. Okay. Uh, John... So they're loyal to the Starks yeah. forever. Okay. Uh, John says Northerners can be a bit like the Free Folk, loyal to their own. Uh, Stannis says he remembers his brother um, would go on about how hard it was to control the North, even with Ned Stark's help. Um, Davos says uh, a new Lord Commander is going to be selected tonight, and Alistair Thorne is going to win. Uh, Alistair hates John, and Davos asks... What is your life at the wall going to be like when he wins? What do you mm -hmm. think? Hell. Stannis says John's bravery made Alistair look weak, uh, and he will be punished for it. Stannis says he doesn't punish men for bravery, he rewards it. Uh, Stannis wants John to give him the north. Wait, what does that mean? Uh, John reminds him that he is a bastard. He's not in control of the north. Us know, right? Uh, Stannis says if John kneels in front of him, Lays his sword at his feet, pledges his service. He will raise, rise again as John Stark, Lord of Winterfell. Did, so they don't know that the Boltons have they Winterfell. They do, but he still to to get John on his side. He will no longer make him a bastard. He will make him the son of Ned Stark. He will legitimate. He will be him. yeah. He Remember will like be Bruce Stark. So Bruce okay, but see that makes sense for to his me son? because that's he's. 
he is the father of Ramsey, and he is able to say, you are now officially my son, you have my last name. Stannis right. is not a Stark. But he's the he's a king. king. He's really the king. He's, is he, though? Yeah, well, if he was, if he's to take over the North, he has no problem because Tywin's dead now. This seems like a lot of, like, ifs. Right, ifs everything has buts. to fall in line. Like, right? hey, if you help me get the Iron Throne by doing me a solid right now and, like, you know, whatever, I'll call you the Lord of Winterfell and you can officially be Jon Stark. That's... Okay. But with so the Wildling army and his army, they'd be the largest army there, and it's almost guaranteed. And he believes the Wildlings will follow John. Yeah, I think so. Huh. Okay. Uh, so we go to the dining hall. John is uh, sitting with Sam. Everybody's basically in there. Um, at least the Night's Watcher in there. Um, you know, John is discussing the offer that Stannis made him, mm-hmm. right? I love this scene. Uh, you know, John says, becoming a Stark is the oldest thing I remember wanting. You know, Sam says, I'm happy for you, John. And John tells him, what? He's not going to do it. He's going to refuse Stannis. He has pledged his life to the wall. And... Okay, he'll, he probably just leaves it at that. Yeah, he said, I swore a vow to the Night's Watch. If he didn't take his own word seriously, what sort of Lord of Winterfell would he be? <laughs> um... Maester Aemon uh, is up at the head table, uh, stands up, asks if anyone wants to announce any candidates. So we're having the, what do we call it? Nominations. Nominate The vote? Yeah. Whatever. Well, this is the Preliminaries. Thing. Rock the vote, Night's Watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. That's really good. Um, before, so this, he announced, you know, does anyone have any uh, candidates they want to announce before they cast their tokens for the 998th Commander of the Night's Watch? And Janus Slint pulls as hard as he can. He pulls his nose out of Valister Thorne's ass, and, he's, and he nominates him. Yes. Ah. Um, you know, there's only one true choice. He goes on this long speech. He's been... Uh, oh, oh, oh. Sam nominates John. He's the only true choice. He goes on about, you know, he's been a Night's Watch most of his life. He led the attack against the Wildlings, blah, 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 blah. Um, a man stands up, announces Sir Dennis Malister. Uh, and he goes on about his this speech. This fucking guy again. He's the longest running head of the Shadow Tower or whatever, blah, blah, the blah. The guy is like 400 years old. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Amen. Um, right? Starts to begin the vote. Uh, he announces a triangle token is for Alistair. The square tokens are for Dennis. Then Sam interrupts. Uh-huh. Uh, John, right, he's just sitting there the whole time, you know, nodding along to the other nominations. He's got this horn His cup. Mug, yeah. And he's just When they said Dennis and... Malister, he was like... Yeah, just yeah, kind of... Yeah. Um, here, here, yes, 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 yes. But when Sam interrupts, <laughs> John gets this oh shit look on his face, turns to Sam and starts shaking his head. Like, you better not fucking do this. Um, Janus Slint calls him, oh, Sam the Slayer. Um, you know, this how, is why I love this scene right here. How's your lady love doing? Um, and notes that Sam is a wilding lover just like John, right? They both have that uh, in common. Uh-huh. Uh, Sam says, oh, her name is Gilly. Um, 
and Brother Janus should know that quite well. They both cower together in the larder during the battle for the wall. Um, <laughs> Janus tries to deny it, but Sam goes on, says that whilst Janus was hiding with the women and the children in a puddle of his own making, Jon Snow was leading. Uh, Sir Alistair fought bravely, it is true, and when he was wounded, it was Jon who saved us. He took charge of the wall's defense, he killed the Magnar of the Thins, he went north to deal with Mance Raider, knowing it almost certainly meant his own death. Before that, he led the mission to avenge Lord Commander Mormont. Mormont himself chose John to be his steward. He saw something in John, and now we've all seen it too. He may be young, but he's the commander we turned to when it was darkest. Uh, and then, you know, the, basically the, the crowd erupts, cheers, pounding. Um, Alistair stands up. Um, says, you know, I can not deny any of what Sam just said, but he questions uh, who John wants to command ultimately, uh, the Night's Watch or the Wildlings. Mm -hmm. um, he says, everyone knows he loved the Wildling girl and spoke with Mance Raider many times. Um, what would have happened in that tent with those two old friends if Stannis' army hadn't come along, right? Uh, we all saw him put Mance out of his misery, do you want to choose a man who has fought for the wildlings all his life? or Sorry, for a man who fought the wildlings all his life or a man who makes love to them? Mm. Uh, the men cast their votes. Uh, the square tokens are clearly the least. So that was um, Dennis the Menace Malister. Uh, he's <laughs> um, representing the Green Party. <laughs> and then the triangle and circle ones are dead even. Right? Uh -huh. um, the steward to... Eamon says, you know, it appears we have a tie. And then Eamon, that's funny, he stands up, you know, because he, he's blind, right? And so he feels, he feels this to ask himself, um, casts his own vote, which is for John. So John wins. Oh, so it was tied? It was yeah. tied. And he made. And he held his back at the very end. Yep. Whoa. Uh, the room erupts. Cheers for John. And we go to Bravos. Wow. Yep, that's cool. Pretty cool. Arya is in the alley, and she's hunting pigeons. Uh, she's doing her water dancing. She sees one and slowly takes its head off. Not slowly, like slowly approaches, but then quickly takes its head off. Yeah. Um, she's walking away and is confronted by three young men. She tells them to turn around and walk away. They continue to harass her um, and try to steal her sword, saying it's worth at least 100 pieces. Of what? I don't know. She says, nothing's worth anything to a dead man. <laughs> uh, they pull knives and start to walk towards her, uh, towards Arya. But the old man from the house of black and white, he like turns the corner and they look at him and those kids just get scared and take off. Um, Arya asks, uh, who is he and why are those boys afraid of you? The old man stops, tells her she lost this and flips a coin at her. It's Jacken. He then pulls his He's face jacking. off and it's Jacken. <laughs> Arya asks, he pulls his face off and it's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Arya asks, but you said there was no Jack and Hakkar here. He says, there isn't. A man is not Jack and Hakkar. Oh, oh Arya, back to this yeah. shit. Arya <laughs> asks, who are you then? A he girl says, asks questions, does she? <laughs> he says, no one. And that is who a girl must become. Huh. He walks into the house of black and white and she follows. Cool. Then we go to Marine. What? Marine. So Marine? in in Marine, Marine. <laughs> um, oh. 
the former slave representative, right, who was uh, so eloquently arguing to kill the Sons of the Harpy that they um, captured, um, he enters that man's cell. And he's got other people with him. Uh-huh. You know, the guy is there. He says, I don't belong here. Oh, no, sorry. She doesn't belong here. Right? Who's he talking about? Daenerys. Daenerys. Um, no matter how many of you traders call her Misa, she will never be your mother. Um, outside on the streets, um, the man in question, the captured on the harpy, he's dead. He's staked to the wall. So he's got, you know, stakes here, he's in his head and, and whatever, keeping him up against the Sending wall. Sending a public message. And on the wall next to him is uh, scrawled in blood, kill the masters. Uh-huh. Um, and we go to uh, the, what is it? The throne room, I guess? Yeah. Right? Um, the former slave representative uh, who did that is in chains. And, um, you know, she asked, why? You know, why did you do this? Um, he says he did it for her. You know, she he knows that she wanted him dead, but her hands were tied. Um, he set her free, and as she did for all the slaves. Um, she says the man who was their prisoner, he was awaiting trial. So you had no right to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, the former slave gives a moving speech, says he was the first to take up uh, a knife when Grey Worm asked them to. Um, he remembers the look on his father's face um, when he killed their master. Uh, the man who traded his son for a dog. Uh, his father ended up dying in the fighting. Um, he says that if they allow the sons of the harpy to return them to chains, his father never lived. Right? Um, Daenerys says, you know, the harpy's life was not yours to take. Um, once the masters were law, now the law is the law. So she has a sentence him to death. Um, outside, everyone is gathered. Um, Hisdar and Dario agree. So they're they're kind of talking in the back. Um, they say, you know, she should have just uh, taken the guy's head off in, in private in the pyramids yeah. when we had the chance. Um, and then Daenerys steps up to speak to the people. You opened your gates to me because I promised you freedom and justice. One cannot exist without the other. Um, and then the former slave is brought out. Um, the former... Um, so it's... They're in this little platform, and one side is all the former slaves, and one side is all the former masters. Yeah. Um, the He's dragged through the former master's side. So, the, you know, they're pushing him and yelling at him. Um, and then the slave side is, is shouting, brother, brother, brother. Um, the former slaves, you know, they ask, you know, forgive him, forgive him. You know, he, he killed a, a, a murderer, essentially. Um, Daenerys continues with her speech. Uh, a, citizen, a citizen of Marine was awaiting trial, and this man murdered him. Uh, the punishment is death. And then the former slaves continue to call for mercy, mercy. Um, Daenerys nods to Dario, who pulls out his Dothraki Arak, that uh, long curved yeah. blade weapon, whatever. <clears throat> and he's holding it to the former slave's neck. Um, you know, the former slave continues to plead for mercy. He's crying, please, you know, don't kill me, don't kill me. Daenerys nods to Dario, and he takes the guy's head off. Uh -huh. um, the crowd goes quiet, and then the slave side, the former slave side, they start to hiss. Um, one of the former slaves throws a rock um, into the former master's side, and shit goes crazy, right? They're all fighting, 
it's a big mess um the unsullied are you know basically in the middle trying to push them back so you stay on your side stay on your side um daenerys is whisked away um by you know uh gray worm and barristan and they actually have to put up their um sword or not yeah. swords uh shields yeah kind of like 300 you know what yeah. I mean? when they fire the arrows and stuff um to save her from rocks and everything like that um once back inside her chambers you know daenerys is obviously upset um she dismisses everybody um outside she hears a noise uh, what do you think it is varus so she walks outside and you know she's basically a uh what is it rodney like a you look down a banister sure Balcony? Balcony. A balcony. There, there you go. Yeah, I was like, so she's looking down the word. balcony and then she hears something behind her. Bitch. She <laughs> turns around and it's Drogon. Oh, shit. He's back. Um, you know, he kind of climbs down more to get closer to her. Um, she reaches out to him mm. and he kind of sniffs her hand and then flies off. You've changed. Flies off over Marine. You can smell that she's changed. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, really? That's it. But she's uh, visually happier at that moment because mm-hmm. she was at a very low spot in her life. Kind of a lame ending. I mean, I guess, you know, return of, uh, of the a Mac. dragon is a good thing. But yeah, return of the Mac Daddy dragon. Um, <laughs> Bruce Lee's back, that's bitch. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, uh, that's th- good. That'd be yeah. over right there. No one fuck with Bruce Lee. I know, yeah. right? So what's going to happen? I don't know. Um, I'm excited to continue to learn about Arya's journey. Yeah. That part's cool. Um, everything else, not a not a great episode, in my opinion. They all can't be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you hit a lot of a lot of homers every once in a while, you know, gonna hit a single or, or strike out, strike out, even. Yeah. I wouldn't quali- quali- quantify this as a strikeout, but I wouldn't quality either. Quantify. <laughs> <laughs> Staring daggers through Roger <laughs> right, right. Now. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, kind of a whatever one. I'm I'm uh, intrigued by the the Dorn stuff. Yeah. Who? So who are the Sand Snakes? I don't know. So Some... they're Oberon's children. Oh, okay. And their uh, high esteem, right, of the mm-hmm. people of Dorne. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find out more as we go. But they are with Ilaria. They are. They want to avenge their father. They want revenge. Okay. Yeah. And revenge would be making Cersei pay by killing the girl, her and daughter. Eventually, go. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a start. Okay. All right. Well. All right, well, follow us on our Instagram at Oh, O-T-O. wait. Okay. We have emails. Oh, that's I right. I totally forgot. Yeah. Okay. So let me uh, get these queued up. Ooh, we need email music. You've got mail. No. Like music that plays. We are males. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> all right. We got an email from Patrick. Patrick Gimber. Okay, sounds like a cool guy. Do you want to say hi to Patrick? Hi, Patrick. Thank you for taking time uh, out of your busy schedule to email us. We actually got a few emails from Patrick. Nice. By talking to Rodney, I can sense that he really wants to be in the loop with Seinfeld. 
Oh, no. He will never admit it, but he desperately wants to watch the show. He's embarrassed that he doesn't understand all the references that cool people at work, like me, use. Email number two. Hello, out of the loopers. Excuse me. I have been listening to the show, and I believe Rodney should be in the loop on Seinfeld. (laughs) Listen to this. He can't truly call himself an American. Whoa! Or a 90s kid until he knows the show. Terrible. P.S. It is crazy that you had someone on the show with the same name as me. I don't know this other Patrick, but he sounds like a (laughs) handsome man. P.S.S. If... I think it's P.P.S. I have no idea. Um, If anyone is out of the loop on the movie Looper, you should totally do an episode on it just for the name. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've seen it. Okay, let's do it. Third email. Hello, Loopers. My name is Patrick. No relation to the other Patrick. (laughs) And I am a huge fan of your show. I am a practicing psychiatrist. And listening to the show, I have determined that Rodney needs to watch Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. I can tell by his voice that he will never be complete until he is in the loop on the show. He says that he doesn't want to know about Seinfeld, but deep down, he needs this to complete himself. He might fight tooth and nail, but if you need to tie him to the to a chair to force him to listen to you explain the show, then it will be worth it in the long run. Normally, I would charge $500 an hour for advice like this, but since I am such a huge fan and I am concerned about Rodney, I am giving this information for free. You're welcome. Oh, okay. You're welcome. So uh, One slight complaint. He said, you're welcome, instead of, you are welcome. Oh. Uh, so... I don't know if I can take him seriously as a psychiatrist. PSS and you're welcome. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, uh, should we tell him? Yeah. Should we tell him? Yeah. What? The next show we're doing is Seinfeld. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, me and Shane went and visited this psychiatrist. And um, he looked familiar, but whatever. And we came to the conclusion that that's what... You need, so that's what we're going to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not... I thought you had something queued up. <laughs> I, I did, but then you kept going, so I stopped it. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. This is one of those choose-your-own-adventure things. <laughs> I knew it! We don't need a week. To get that shit together. I did that on the spot. <laughs> um, thank you, Patrick, for your emails. Um, both Patricks. Uh, the Patrick we are familiar with. Wait, I think he needs a shout out, right? And the Patrick. I don't know. Does he? Sure. Didn't he? He said... Uh, oh, no, I did last on the I walk. Know, but did. not for Matt. Oh, that's right. He said... <clears throat> uh, oh, did he say Loop Troop? Yep. Oh, shout out to Patrick. You... You pandering sheep. Number one. <laughs> number one fan. <clears throat> he really is. I mean. We need yeah. emails. My wife doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, Mine does. Patrick Mine does. does. I she actually, doesn't email though. I feel like. I know, we need emails people. OOTLpod at gmail.com. Come I on. Wait, wait. Like... She doesn't listen but she. She listens. Oh, no, but... you, yours doesn't. <clears throat> no. Okay. She Natalia's emailed though. Oh, once. Yeah, still. still. I'm just talking about everyone else. Everyone else needs the email. Listeners, our email is otlpod at gmail.com. You can talk to us about anything. You know, yeah. talk to me about your day. 
Uh, talk to I me about what, what, what pop figure collection you have. I like that. Talk to me. Shane doesn't even check the email. He doesn't even know about it. Don't worry about Shane. This is me. Matt will, um, Matt will tell me. I will. That's true. If you're emailing Shane specifically, I will tell him. Um, yeah. Send us an email. You'll be shouted out on the show if you're into that kind of thing. And um, Follow us on the Instagram. Follow us on the Instagrams. We are posting uh, maymays and uh, pictures regularly. And, are we? Um, we will be. Yes. Okay. We, we are. are. Yeah. We are. We are. Yeah. Um, we need to decide. We'll decide on a uh, new Twitter handle. Yep. Next. You know what? Let's put a vote on the Instagram. Oh. Of what the Twitter handle should be. Okay. Good idea. That's yeah. A good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Or they could email it to <clears throat> us also. Email us an idea for our Twitter handle. Man. I oh. have. I have an idea. Yeah. For the Twitter handle or just in, in general? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I asked you. I didn't ask you yes or no question. Twitter. Okay. Um, I don't want to spoil it, though. I want uh, others to suggest. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. It is November. Hang on. Let me calculate when this is going up. <laughs> it's November 27th. Happy birthday, Shane. Um, which officially means... Winter's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs>